0: And now, on Radio Maria England, we present Awakenings, Testimonies of Faith and Conversion.
1: Hello, I'm Father Sam Randall, and you are listening to Radio Mirror England at our show Awakenings, Testimonies of Faith and Conversion. Welcome to our show. Today, for our guest, we have with us Francesco Javier Campos, um, and we're going to hear his story of his encounters with Christ and growth in the spirit. Welcome, Javier.
2: Hello, hello. Thanks for inviting me.
1: No, it's great to have you with us. Um, Javier, you will hear, uh, is Spanish and uh, Spain is very rich spiritually. Wouldn't you say, Javier?
2: Well, I would say that we have great saints. (laughs) Yeah, You
1: do. Yeah, you do. Of course. Um, It's a place rich in saints and um, people like John of the Cross, Ignatius, Teresa of Avila, people like this. Um, yeah. Wonderful. But actually, it's known for a, a number of Marian sites. Um, I visited the Virgin of Montserrat. That's yeah. associated yeah. with uh, Ignatius. And, well, um, yeah. uh, and many of us have gone on the Compostela walk across Spain. I expect yeah. you've done it, have you? Yes. I've been in both places. Yes. Yeah, me too. So um, it's known for that. And actually, you may not know, I don't know if Javier knows this, but the first Marian apparition recorded in history occurred in Spain. Did you know that, Javier? In Zaragoza, yes. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, I can't. The, I can't. the Virgin That's... of the Pillar. <laughs> yes, it's exciting. And this <laughs> happened before um, uh, the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Isn't that right, Javier? Yes, it was a, a, actually a, a, probably a bilocation. Yeah so it's when St James was in Spain James the elder uh, preaching and uh, our lady is, is uh, said to appear to him isn't that right
2: Yeah he was having a big trouble with Spaniards that were not converting <laughs> <laughs> Okay yeah
1: um I, in, desper-
2: I- in desperation he made a prayer and then and then and then the virgin mary went and visited him <laughs> fantastic
1: um also, um, we're going to hear some of this uh, in the program. But uh, Spain in the twentieth century—it's not just in the past which has an exciting history. I mean, Spain is rich, and what I think is extraordinary is um, when you think about Spain in the uh, in the in twentieth century. I mean, immediately the civil war springs to mind, and the terrible divisions yeah. in the country that marked uh, mm-hmm. Spain and in and affected badly. I think the church. Don't you think? Have you? Yeah, it it
2: it 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 did, and yep. it still does actually.
1: Yeah, it, it had a big impact, but in, in in spite of all this chaos, I think that you listener will know of perhaps one uh, at least religious ecclesial movement that's come out of that, and that's Opus Dei and Saint uh, Jose Maria, uh, in nineteen twenty eight yeah. Opus Dei. Yeah, yeah, very well yeah. known thanks to Hollywood and dan brown i think oh yeah the movie yeah, yeah that's a terrible movie but um <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna hear about another uh, movement that came out of uh spain and that's uh, the neo but are there any others javier that have come out of spain
2: i i i think there, are, there are others, but not yeah. as well known, probably as as those. I, I think
1: Casillo isn't Casillo Spanish. Curs, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And actually, the the way was born out of Cursillo.
1: Oh, is it one came from the other in ninety six? I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm so, not. A, I know, I'm not an expert on things Spanish. But, yeah, No worries.
0: Uh, no, we we can
1: help. <laughs> yeah, you can help me. Bless you. So it's really quite exciting to have you with us. So I began to sketch out some of this background because there are always assumptions made about countries. Yeah. And the assumption mm. is that Spain is traditionally uh, a Catholic country. But there are complexities aren't there to that. Could you explain yeah. just before you talk about your own family, some of the religious dynamics that form the background to this?
2: I think uh, it, it, it's, uh, well, as, as you, you might know by the news, uh, Spain is, is not any, anymore a, a Catholic country that, I, that I, you could say. There is a big tradition, but uh, because it became a confessional, I, I will say now it's a country that you, you could re-evangelize completely. Really? And needs re- re-evangelization, yeah. I, I would send missionaries back to Spain now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that could be said of a lot of European countries, Germany and England and so on. I think that's absolutely true. But
2: there are things different. In in Spain, there is a big movement There is not agnostic. It's atheistic and right. anti, anti-Christian, anti-Catholic.
1: Is it? Okay. Yeah. Can I ask, does that have anything to do with uh, response or reaction to Franco's regime and the way the church was so aligned with that? Probably it, it, it's part of that, yes. Yeah, I'd, I'd have thought that might be true. OK, but now we want to talk about you, having sort of coloured the background. We're like a painting, so we've done some of the background. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've covered our canvas, so to speak, with some colour. So your your yeah. family in Spain in this context. Um and where where its sympathies and what happened to you growing up in Spain? And which area of Spain did you come from?
2: So I'm originally from Valencia, a beautiful city by the by the Mediterranean Sea. Oh yeah. Down south it's, it's if you have in, in in mind where Barcelona is, well oh, yeah three hundred three hundred and sixty kilometers down south on the coast, you'll have Valencia and uh, it's well known for football yeah football paella is originally oh, coming paella. from. paella yeah exactly yeah, paella is yeah that's yeah. our yeah, yeah. <laughs> most famous dish yeah it's,
1: it's lovely. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and or- and oranges.
1: <laughs> um, uh, that I know, I, I've I've been to uh, some of those areas. Barcelona, I know. Actually, one of my grandchildren was born in Barcelona, so I know that little bit of area. But do tell us a bit about that. where we're interested in your Catholic upbringing and whether um, okay. how serious was that, you know, in your in your growing up. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I was I was I was from a serious uh, Catholic family in the sense that uh, my parents uh, married and after one year they had a crisis and they heard of a St. Paul preaching. A kind of Saint Paul preacher coming to Valencia. It was one of the first uh, catechist teams from the neo Way sent to Valencia from Madrid, and that's back in 1970 something, 71. And well, they 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 were having a big crisis in the marriage, and through this catechesis, this just put them together, and they started this this uh, neo Way. Which uh, grounded them in 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 faith. so I, I was brought up in in that kind of family. So okay. Jesus was central. It was very important. we will, we'll, we prayed as a family, We attended weekly mass and we had regular you know meetings. so that was there was the the kind of family I, I grew up. So Jesus was in the center of the family. But then you know what happens uh, when you
1: get teenager? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to know. Uh, do you have siblings, brothers and sisters?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, including me, we're six.
1: Three six. brothers and okay. three sisters. Yes. So, where in that do you are you?
2: I will be the, the the second to, along with my twin sister.
1: Okay, that's interesting. All right, so talk to tell us about what happened in your teenage years.
2: Uh, what I say is, I I I started getting attracted to the things of the world. And paying attention to those, my faith started growing cold and colder. Mm. And I wanted to explore. I wanted to 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 see if the grass was greener on the other side. <laughs> and I'll I'll I started going out, disobeying my parents, and trying to sneak out of the house for parties, and things like that. I started having relationships. And I was an early age of 15, 16, yes. Right. And in, in about a year, everything failed. One of the relationships just had uh, finished badly, and I I, I I felt very damaged in my heart. Yeah. And I started battling suicidal thoughts.
0: Right.
2: So in in desperation, I actually cried out to God and did what I what I will call my first prayer from the heart saying god if if you're there i i really need you now and in that moment eh, when i was actually walking down street in 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 a place unknown by my parents at all in the city i i was planning to throw myself on the on the highway and in that moment my parents just showed up right in front of me and what is more beautiful about that experience is not that God answered immediately my prayer, but that He had answered it before I even prayed. I learned that afterwards, yeah. because my 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 parents came out of the car, hugged me. I I broke in tears, and I told them about all the filth I had inside for a year that I haven't shared with them. And they hugged me. They they loved me. And what was amazing is my, my mother told me, you you don't know, but last night I started to feel down in my spirit that something was very wrong with you. And I told your dad, listen, we have to get the car and get down to Valencia. They were they were they were a couple of hundred kilometers away from the city. They were doing their holidays. So they took the car early in the morning, they drove down. And they started looking for me. And at the very moment I was about to do what I thought I had to do, they, they were there in front Praise of me. Praise God. Have you? That's and beautiful. it saved, saved my life. So I will say to anyone listening, if you are desperate, if your life has no meaning at all, or you feel that you have reached the end of it, there is still hope. If you pray God is out there listening, if there is a man to pray, there is a God that hears. And God is, he will be there. He is already sending help your way if you are in need. Yeah. So.
1: And the other thing we need to listen is to listen carefully ourselves to the Spirit who may be calling yeah. us to give a message of hope, a message of love, yeah. a message of yeah. reassurance to those in need. Isn't that true? Have yeah,
2: absolutely. Imagine, I'm have—I I married now with six children <laughs> uh, and, and, and listen, listen, the plan of the evil one, the lie of your life has no meaning, you need to stop it right now. It was a lie and it's proven a lie because now I'm a happy man, full of joy, full of life with a happy family. And, yes. and, and my life has been amazing. I would have lost everything.
1: Yeah. And we wouldn't have the pleasure and the benefit of this interview or of all your children enriching the world and our lives. It's gorgeous. Yes. So Amen. after you, so you you tell your mum and dad and presumably you get back in the car. Tell us what happened after that and particularly about I, your face. That sort of thing
2: yeah well, I said I said i well, I was crying. I say, I need to see a priest and I go I need to go for immediately for confession. <laughs> and what was what was beautiful is that they call a priest friend of them, and when I was down in my confession, I felt this, how would you put it this unconditional love. there was no why, there was no questions about what I have done? Why did I do the things I did? Nothing. There was forgiveness, and hope for my beautiful. for my future.
1: I mean, it's like the story of the prodigal son, where the father exactly. runs to the son, runs. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't wait. He loves the son, as he, he is. It's beautiful. And this is what what God did with me, actually. Yeah. Uh, Javier, what a lovely story. So next, uh, what happens? How did your spiritual life deepen? So you go back home, you've made your confession, um, you're attending church again. Tell us what happened after this, how your faith became uh, stronger and enriched and how the Lord led you.
2: Well, I, I I, was part of the movement. I started to to have a a real interest in, in joining my own community and having my personal re- re- relationship with the Lord. And it's a long story. Let me let me make it very short. I thought God was calling me for a priesthood. In the neocatecuminal way, there is the possibility to join a missionary seminary. I was sent to China. I spent three years there to finally find with the discernment of the people and the team there, Uh, leading the seminary, discerning that I had uh, confused my call to holiness and my call to priesthood, which were two different things. They helped me in the discernment. I came back, I met uh, my beautiful wife, and we married. And then 10 years later, down the road, it was 10 years later? No, it it was, sorry, six years after being married, God has been so merciful to me. God blessed me so much. I was thrilling in business, but I became a workaholic. I think I was doing everything that was requested of me. And in six years, we were in a deep marital crisis, I'll oh, say.
1: Oh dear, Javier.
2: And I saw that we had touch bottom. And I couldn't understand how could I hurt the person that I most loved in the world. And then I discovered for the first time that I really I had met God. I needed this personal relationship. I got down in my knees and I said, Lord, you have to help me here. And again, God answered in, a, in an amazing way. I found a way out. I left my business. I started running a family business with together with my wife. And this brought us into a, the, the next stage of our life because a priest of us a, invited us to a monastery, a convent of nuns that is thriving in the area of Madrid, and the spiritual father to aid is its father Raniero Cantalamesa, I'll say.
1: So we need to talk about Father Cantalamesa and to remind our speakers, they won't know that he's the preacher to the papal household. Exactly. For the last three popes. Yeah. So for the last three popes, he's a great author. If you want to read some of his wonderful meditations, I recommend him. Um, He's an extraordinary, If he's a Franciscan, isn't he? And this will amaze you, he comes to England quite a lot. He comes to conferences uh, for Alpha, Mm. uh, which are run by the Anglican Church, mostly. Mm -hmm. um, And he's one of their main speakers, isn't that right? Uh, Yeah. So this community of contemplatives, are they Carmelites or what sort are they?
2: They were originally Clare sisters. So that means they were Franciscan sisters. Yeah, but they saw that there was a new charism. Okay, and and they had to begin a new order, which is called now Jesu Communio, and now they have three different houses, and I don't know more than two hundred sisters. Well, um, um, it's a revival of of religious life, I will say.
1: Is it confined to Spain?
2: This movement at the, at the moment it is, it okay. is, but probably they will they will found some other houses. Right. Probably, but you will hear later of them. So what I can
1: you say can go is with your that wife.
2: We went there with a priest friend of us. They wake up very early in the morning. It was 6 a.m. We were in church. It's winter time. It's the 28th of December, actually. I remember very well. And I was sitting. You have these grills that separate the, the whole church, which all the, these nuns are in. And then you're on the outside watching uh, from, from the grill which separates uh, some of the pews for visitors from the pews that are used by the nuns. And in this <laughs> corridor, at the end, there is the altar, the blessed sacrament. And in this corridor, there is a nun. And she's on the ground, holding her knees with her arms. And it's, it's like hugging herself. But all of a sudden, I have a revelation. He sees hugging Jesus himself. Wow. She knows what she's doing. And All of a sudden, I felt in my spirit, Javier, these women don't have anything that you don't have. What they have, you have. And if you look for me, you'll be able to have this relationship. And I went out of there. We went back home. I understood that I could have that relationship for the first time. God wasn't anymore an idea of God. It was a God that you could hug, that you could have such a relationship, that you could have such a communion, but I needed to see it physically how, how it happened yeah. so I could copy. So I went home and from that moment on, any moment that I had free, I will go on my knees next to my bed, I'll hug Jesus with all my heart, and then a new world exploded inside of me.
1: Beautiful. Um, just so our listeners hear, we often we think that the religious life are the really holy people. And those are the ones that Lord talks to. And they're all in monasteries or priests. But we are all called to holiness. Yeah. We are. Or there's a universal call to holiness. Lay, yeah. uh, ordained, all of us. And the Lord wants the depth of relationship with each of us, whoever yeah. we are, whether we're married, whether we're single, whatever we are. Isn't it right? Javier.
2: Yeah, and, and this is what I found. If you seek the Lord with all your heart, yeah. you find him. If you he not- will
1: find. Yeah. And he's looking no. for you, listeners. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that right, Javier?
2: Yeah. And it's unbelievable. What I found on the floor of my bedroom, I cannot believe it.
1: <laughs> Great. Do you think now is a good time to have a little pause for music? Yeah, very good. Father Sam Randall, and you're joining us on Radio Mirror England for Awakenings, Testimonies of Faith and Conversion. And we've been listening to the story of Javier Campos and his testimony, and he's brought us up to his experience in with a contemplative community that led to him having a deep, rich experience with Jesus Christ, an experience that is just transformative and beautiful. Isn't that right, Have you?
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> God has been very good to me.
1: <laughs> How many children have you got at the time of the contemplative encounter? At the time well, of- at that time, we had four children. So four very young children. And uh, what is your wife's name? Maria Jose,
2: the most beautiful daughter
1: of our father in heaven, in in earth, on earth. <laughs> You'll understand this if I tell you that when people ask you about God and why do you believe in God, doesn't your wife pop into your head, babe?
0: Yeah.
2: yeah
1: you get that completely. I experienced Jesus' love through her so many times. So listeners, what the wonderful thing about the Christian journey is, the Lord is calling us to deeper things. And that doesn't just mean look, our, our spiritual life isn't divorced from our physical life. It's all of a one. And the Lord wants us to have deep, rich marriages and relationships. Isn't that right, Javier? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and we've all make mistakes, but the wonderful thing is there's forgiveness and restoration and renewal in the Lord. Yeah. So Go on from here. So, what I want to know what happened with your family life after this wonderful experience. So, you talked about hugging yourself and knowing you're hugging the Lord um, after this experience. But, how did it impact on your family?
2: I, I, will, I will say that the experience led to another one in which uh, I, I would like to share that one because this is December. I start to have this prayer, uh, this secret place with the Lord. And then, three months later, we feel as a couple, that we don't want to live just a secular life in the sense that there is the possibility in this neocatechumenal way, to give your life uh, as a missionary with your family, as a missionary family. So, we decided because we're so thankful and we have this treasure, why don't we just bring it to other people that they could have the experience of joy of life that we have as a family? That brought us to a big conference where a gathering of families that wanted to go into mission were there. And in that conference, something happened that radically changed my life. Because when the preacher was preaching the that Jesus Christ loving us and sending his only son that died for our sins, I all of a sudden understood. It wasn't an open vision, but I knew that I knew that Jesus was there right in front of me. I, I saw it with my closed eyes. And Jesus was asking me, Javier, do you believe I can make a saint out of you? And then all of a sudden I saw pictures of my past life and I saw these sinful patterns that were going on and on and on, things that I couldn't get rid of. I looked at those and I said, Lord, uh, I don't think so. And then he told me, he asked me again, Javier, do you think that I can make a saint out of you? And then all these pictures came back again. All my sins were there. And I, I looked at them and I say, I don't think I will ever be a saint, Lord. And now the Lord appeared with a stronger and more authoritative voice and said, Javier, listen to me. It's like mm-hmm. that
1: encounter with Peter, isn't it? On the on yeah. shore. Yeah. Yeah. On the in,
2: And this time he said, don't look at your sins, look at me. So I lift up my eyes. Instead of looking at my past sins, I look at his eyes. And he said again, do you believe I can make a saint out of you? And then I start weeping and I started saying, yes, Lord, you can make a saint out of me. I believe, I believe, I believe. From that moment on, I was a different person. I had received strength inside of myself. Things changed the day after. My wife said, you have received like a lightning or something. You're not the same man. Because, listen, simple things like this. I will try to help my wife as much as I could, but I couldn't change the nappies of the kiss because it got me nausea. I will start vomiting. So my wife, in order not to have to wipe out the vomit and, and and the poo of the kids, will say, no, listen, I'll do this. Don't worry. And from that time, that moment on, I realized that it was all about love. And I had been energized inside. I had life inside of me to give. I could start loving instead of living for my own self. I could start living for the one that had called me to be a saint. So I wanted to sit on the couch and I will say, no, I'm not sitting on the couch, I'm washing the dishes. I will like to not to change the nappies, but I will force myself to change them. In this forcing myself, I found The strength to do it. And immediately the nausea disappeared. And then I started to do things that I wasn't able to do before. I could love. I could be beyond myself, selfish person. I could love. I don't know how to put it. I remember myself washing the dishes. I was crying. And I was thinking, you can be the happiest man on the earth just washing your dishes because you know that Jesus is with you. You can love. You can give yourself.
1: We don't have a religious and a secular life. We've got one life. And St. Paul is very clear in his epistles, such as writing to Philemon. It's what we do with our lives. It's the attitude we take. If we do it all as unto the Lord and in service to the Lord, we can glorify God changing nappies. Isn't that right? I can say I'm not talking about this in abstracts or theories. I have also changed that piece. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> yeah, so it's true. If we do it in love, and for the Lord, and in loving others, we're doing it for the Lord. That's beautiful. Yes. Now I want to know this conference you were at. Was it a near conference for mission? Yeah, it was. It was. It okay. was. So you're all planning uh, to go uh, abroad. We we'll end up being sent to Japan. So, Japan isn't an easy place. So, you and four children, or have you got more at this stage? Now, four four at this time. So, you and your wife and the four little ones, Maria Joseph and your your little ones, they're all going off.
2: We found ourselves with a treasure in our hands that we wanted to share, that this life, this eternal life that God had paid for so that we can enjoy this eternal life right from now, here. No, we don't have to wait for heaven. We can't till we can start experiencing these, these things of heaven now on earth. We were so happy that people called us the happy Campos family. Four years in the mission, my wife had the very good idea to pick up a book written by a Spanish priest on the new communities and charisms of the church. And she reads one of them is always oh, the neocatecuminal way, but there were many others like communion and liberation and mm. the Schoenstatt movement. Or oh, in Germany, uh, Focolari. In, yeah, Focolari was there. There were many communities. At the end of the book, there is a chapter dedicated to a thing called the charismatic renewal. And Maria Jose was reading the book and it was some months before the Pentecost and she said Javier this is really interesting these guys speak of an experience that is called the baptism in the spirit it is like a mystical experience kind of experience that one and they they speak like this it's it's a normal thing and then they they start speaking about about strange things they 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 speak of miracles not being extraordinary things but ordinary things that we could all have and gifts of the spirit and gifts of prophecy and things like that. And I was like, I was a bit concerned that my
1: wife was going wrong. Can I ask, Javier, just for our listeners, is this, uh, was it Protestant or Catholic, the book? I was a Catholic. I was a Catholic Catholic book. book. Okay, Um, right. So if our listeners had heard uh, this week's, you'd have heard Ross Powell's testimony of the thing that actually Javier is talking about, this baptism of the Spirit. So these charismatic communities, can you name anyone for our listeners so they get some sort of idea?
2: Well, actually, the charismatic renewal is a bit broad in the sense that they said the Holy Spirit is the actual founder. Then you have prayer groups in different countries, in different communities. Okay, I live now as a part of a charismatic community, which is residential.
1: We want to know about this experience. So your wife is intrigued uh, yeah. and, about and, this.
2: Yeah. and. What I've learned in in the way was to love the church with all my heart and to love Jesus Christ above all things. Those are the two main things. So I had a great love for the popes. So I just wanted to check on it. So I went on YouTube. I just typed in relationship of the papacy with the the charismatic renewal. And then I came across several videos on the pope speaking openly to the movement
1: So I want our listeners to understand, this is not at all fringe. This is very central to the life and the heart of the church. And the charismatic movement involves lots of people, doesn't it? Priests, religious, laity, across the world. It's a big movement of the spirit. um, And that's brought lots of life, renewal, encouragement and blessing to many people. Yeah?
2: Yeah. We're talking about more than 120 million people that has been impacted by this reality.
1: Wow. I had no idea it was that uh, huge. Uh, do carry on. So what I will
2: say here is that after hearing the Pope speaking of this reality inside of the Catholic Church, I wanted to know more. I got hooked by this experience of the baptism in the spirit. I, I said, Lord, we left everything behind. We came as a missionaries. Actually, we were actually sent by Pope Benedict XVI. We went to Rome. He hold a meeting. He sent us, he blessed us. He gave us a, a, a blessed cross and sent us to our different countries and nations to all these families. We were sent by the Pope. And then we find ourselves in a pagan country in a, with a pagan culture and i find myself in the in the book of the apostles in the midst of people that are worshiping things actually you go to these temples and and you have these different uh, eastern religions and you 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 get a feeling of the old testament and i had something to give to them but i my words had very little power i will say so I said, Lord, I understand. I need to go out to ask for it. So we wrote emails to every single thing that was on the internet that could be related to people that knew about the experience of the of the baptism in the spirit and we received an answer from the states. And it was a little email that said, "Guys, this hunger that you have, it is from God and I have good news." Search and you will find Ask and it will be given to you. And we pray a blessing over your hunger that the Lord will meet you wherever you are and you will baptize in the Holy Spirit. We took that email, went on this little chapel that we had put in in one of the bedrooms at home. and, And we prayed, thinking it's going to happen right now through this email. And that moment, nothing happened. But that night when we were praying the family rosary together with all the kids and family rosary means not contemplative at all there is this one just you know punching the other one pinchings. they were at that stage i will say uh, 13 uh, 10 uh, and so forth on eight, eight, uh, yeah. six. 6
1: okay.
2: you know and this and uh, we we had two more children by by that time
1: okay two smaller ones.
2: and yeah, two smaller ones. And and the thing here is that in that moment, praying the rosary, I, I felt a warmth coming over my face, over my head. It was like oil being poured down my body, my hands. I started to feel a peace I've never felt before. I, I was, I was, that rosary lasted seconds to me, seconds. I was in a different place and I was enjoying this light there was light light inside of me I don't know how, I don't know how to explain it but I knew that I knew that I knew that I had received my baptism in the spirit at that moment
1: and I was what, the- what about Maria Jose what about her Maria
2: Jose, Maria Jose had it later on okay. later on
1: okay yeah I think this is a lovely time to have another break for music what do you it, think Amen. And welcome back uh, if you have been listening, or welcome if you're just joined us. I'm Father Sam Randall, and this is Radio Murray England, and we are listening to Awakenings Testimonies of Faith and Conversion. And today we have with us. Javier Campos, who's been describing his his journey, his experience. And if you've missed it, he's now a missionary in Spain with his six children and his lovely wife, Maria Jose. And um, he has just described how the Lord has in, has come into his life in a very special way in what's called the baptism of the spirit. So welcome back to you and welcome again, of course, Javier Yes. <laughs> so if our listener, say they're not at all uh, au fait with the church, language of the church, or they don't go to, they're not, you know, they're not even, Even supposing some of listeners aren't Christian. How would you describe the baptism of the Spirit? And how does it relate to other sacraments?
2: I would say uh, if we're speaking to non-Christians, uh, uh, this is what you are looking for in anything you do. All the happiness, the joy, the peace, the uh, ev- everything that you're looking out there in in different places, it's, it's it's given to you as a gift, and you can find it inside of you. It's this this holy spirit, this living God that has poured His spirit inside of us. Through th- for Christians, I will say. That it's uh, it's baptism in the Spirit is not a sacrament. You 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 and I have received everything in in our uh, in a, in the sacraments of initiation in in our baptism and in, in our confirmation and the Eucharist. We we have the wholeness of everything that God has uh, granted us, but. The, the experience, what does is m- makes it come alive. Right. It makes it come alive, and and there there are several, you know, people people explain explain it in different ways. Uh, Cardinal Sunens uh, said one thing that was very very appropriate to explain it to other to other bishops and to other and to other Catholics. He said, well, it's like having the best steak in the world in the freezer or just well done on your plate? That's the difference. It's you have you have the, the steak it, it is yours. You have received everything in the in the in in your in your sacraments. But uh- one thing is to have it in the freezer and another thing is to be able to enjoy it in your daily life.
1: <laughs> he, he's a great cardinal, French, uh, and at Vati- from Vatican II, isn't he? Cardinal. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So yeah. actually I've got a book next to me by him, which is really good stuff. Okay, that's wonderful stuff. Um so your missionaries in Japan, you've been th- the, the Lord has opened this rich rich feast for you this stake this lovely feast for you of the spirit yeah. what happens next to you and your family
2: now it's crazy because uh, we feel now that we are missionaries like the apostles in the acts so we've, we 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 don't only have words but we have what we feel is power, and then we 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 start going out. We start praying for the sick. We and we start and we start seeing manifestations of the spirit around us that we didn't have before. A, a friend of me, a workmate, was was asking me to to pray for him and to receive the same experience. I didn't know how to pray, so he said we were we were on the street by a, a, this machine of Coke, Coca, a Coca-Cola machine. And we were, you know, having a, a, a Coke and he said, could you pray for me? I say, well, sure. I just lay my hand on his shoulder and say, come Holy Spirit. And the guy was, is almost two meters tall. And I was, I mean, he's just fall on me. And I had to hold him because he was immersed in this experience with God and and the only things he could say is pray more, pray more, keep praying, keep praying. And I and I didn't know how to pray. I say more, Lord, more, whatever you have for him, more. I bless what you're doing. I bless what you're doing. But I didn't know what I was doing. I I I, I just you know little by little we. Recover him from, from this experience of, of being hugged literally by God. He said, I'm being hugged by God. So I just uh, help him, uh, you know, walk uh, slowly back into the office and lock him down because it it was, he was keep having this experience for a long time. So we started seeing things that we've never seen before. And in this time is when the, the pers the people from the states that had 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 uh, uh, sent us this email with that prayer that it, it actually enabled us to receive the baptism in the spirit through an email That's they extraordinary. it's extraordinary and mm-hmm. they they uh, pointed us that there was a a a community in the uk called, called lumen christi community <laughs> And they were moving in 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 the gifts of the spirit, and they have a great ministry. So uh, we were given the contacts, and we got in contact with Damien stain which is who is the founder of this. Where, where is
1: that community for our listeners? It's based
2: in it's based in Chertsey, uh, West UK. London, isn't it? West, yeah, and. Uh, we're 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 in Surrey actually. This is this is part of Surrey, and there is another house in in Wickton up north, in nearby the the Lake District. Right, and we have we have also a community of companions in uh, Hungary and
1: uh, in Poland. Right, um, by by community, do you mean that you share the same? A house? Do you do you live together? So you you moved to join this community then? You yeah, actually, the whole yeah, family. We, yeah, we
2: we get in contact with Damien and he told us, guys, it's beautiful what you're experiencing over there. We can't only tell you that you come and see. And, and, and he was, uh, Damien was speaking to me because he had the two things, the two loves of my life. He had, he hold on one hand, the contemplative, this experience that I had in Spain, this Jesus prayer that I was carrying in my heart, you know, as, 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 a little convent I had in my heart, this Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And, and, and it was, was the joy of my days actually. And then on the other hand, he hold the charisms. And 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 the miracles and the acts of the apostles type of life. So I, I it was like the two loves that I've been I've been searching for. They were in one community, and I said I told to my wife after speaking with Amy, and we will we are going. I think the Lord is calling us to leave there, and it was fantastic because my wife my wife is very down to earth. She said, "Come on, Javier, we're here. We're missionaries. Why why should we go down to England?" We have nothing in England, and I, and I and and she said, but well, if the Lord wants, I mean, why don't you cut the Bible? I I just cut the Bible, but and it, it opened up in the Gospel saying the two disciples of John the Baptist followed Jesus, and Jesus asked them, eh, "What do you want?" And he said, "Come and see." And when she heard this come and see the same come and see that Damien has had, she was like, Oh no, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, some months some months later we were we were we were living in the UK here in this community. We've
1: been here for six almost six years now. Have you? Okay. And how do your children adjust to that community life?
2: They 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 we spoke with them and they all say yes before
1: we came right so we, we, how old is your oldest they, at this stage
2: how old it was he was 15 and right. he told me dad eh, my life has has increased in joy in happiness in everything i've never lacked anything the lord has blessed us if you think this god calling us there he would have prepared something great for us let's
1: go that was the, his reaction wow okay that's beautiful so all the family resolved all set off together yeah and Corre, Lumi christi is a one of the catholic movements isn't it that we mentioned earlier it's it's one of those yeah it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a,
2: it's, a res- it's a community made of 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 two parts one is residential and one is non-residential the residential is made of some families we are here in the house down south in churchy we have uh, seven families uh, living together, and we have a priest. And and up north, we have a one, two, three, and now four families that are going to to be together there. And then we, there is a larger community, non-residential. They 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 don't don't have to leave their regular jobs or anything. We for the families living residentially, they've decided to be full time for the Lord. And mm-hmm. and. And, and uh, we 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 are full time uh, ministering, and we live in a, a it's it's a life of of a contemplative Eucharistic heart, I will say, and then and then a heart for the mission, and that's why the community is called Cor et Lumen, which is heart and light, heart of Christ, uh, uh, being deep down in intimacy with the Lord, in communion, in in prayer. Uh, with God and with our brothers and sisters and uh, the light will be this going out and and proclaim the gospel with signs and wonders following this is what the Lord promised us you will proclaim these to the ends of the earth and 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 these signs will follow those who believe you right. will lay hands to the sick and they will recover I have seen massive miracles in, 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 in these last six years, I, 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 I've I seen miracles in front of me. I've really? seen a dry, okay. a dry hand, a dry hand that I was touching of an 18 year old that had an accident, had a fall in a trampoline when he was trampolining and broke his neck. And his, his right arm paralyzed and the hand withered. And I, I've, how many times I've read the gospel? of Jesus calling this man with a withered hand and saying now put so your hand and he was healed and this man's hand healed in front of me while I was praying and and it was completely loosed and his mom and his brothers were crying and crying they couldn't believe it i was crying myself Like so so these 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 things are real uh, and and they are for everyone, for everyone that that believes. <laughs> this is the good thing. It's not because of sainthood or holiness. These gifts are 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 there for for
1: those it's who. It's what Saint Peter said, isn't it? In Acts, he, he quotes from the prophet Joel that in the last days the Spirit will be poured out on all flesh. It's for everyone, isn't it? Yeah
2: yeah it's amazing. And but it, this is what Damien told me when 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 he when he invited me into the community. They had seen before we came six years ago, already eight thousand. They had eighty thousand healings and miracles tape recorded, tape recorded. right. This is not one or two or three or four. It's happening every single time.
1: Does um, the the community, does it go to parishes? How does it do its mission before COVID happened? I mean, uh, before yeah, we, system, how we, does it do it? We,
2: we, so we ha- Damien, as the founder, he has an international ministry. He's running uh, 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 schools of charisms so that the Catholics understand that these things are available and they're there in our baptism. And 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 the people can use the this this kingship king kingly anointing that they have received in their baptism. But through our baptisms, we're kings, we're prophets, and we're and we're priests, and 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 we are exercising our priestly anointing where we intercede, we pray for others, and pray. But we're not interceding our prophetic and our king kingly anointing. And and kingly anointing means that you bring the king's dominion into into whatever the situation is. You command this mountain to. Move. You command the cancer to leave. You command the leg to 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 be free from 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 sickness or whatever the restriction in the body is, or whatever the problem in the organ is. And 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 if you believe, the the mountain will have to move. So. So uh, this is this is uh, a, a, a bit will be the charism of the community will be to awaken Catholics and Christians to this reality of of the richness of their baptism inheritance. And then and then that will be done through through this type of events. And miracle healing service that are run, and then the the, the community here in Jersey uh, has different different uh, kinds of ministry. We we have every week, two days a week, people can come to our website and have slots of 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 uh, pro- prophecy, and we will pray for them. Uh, a a team of two three people will pray for the person that, that gets the slot and without knowing anything apart from a man being a man or a woman coming this time the lord reveals crazy things about people's sick people people's life we 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 we, we receive names we receive dates we receive things that we could not ever known if god will not be revealing them, and 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 then we speak a word from the heart of God, and for 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 the blessing of the of the person. That happens every week. There is another. We before COVID, we were going on the streets every Tuesday, and we will go on the street. We will stop people on the spot, and and we will pray with them. And and we've seen a, healings after Wonderful. healings after healings on on the marketplace. This is not a church.
1: Yeah, I do hope our listeners have got excited about this. I mean, the truth is Jesus is risen. The spirit has been poured out and he's alive and wanting this blessing for all of his people. Uh, We are the priesthood. We are the people of God who are called to minister to our world. Uh, Amen. desperate sick needy world um, thank you so much uh, tell us tell us if our uh, listeners would like to get in contact how can they do that with the Core at Lumen Christi community how yeah, can they, they do could that go,
2: they could go to our website which is www.coreatlumenchristi.org or they could come to our YouTube channel which is Damien Stain and Core at Lumen Christi uh, YouTube channel and we have weekly teachings there we, Damien uh, he leads a live event online every sunday evening at 8 p.m uk where he breaks up the word he has question and answer and then he ministers into prophetic and into healing and all the details are there in 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 either the website or the youtube channel so you can you
1: can Thank join you. us and, and as you- a, a final word for our listeners uh, have you got any last words uh, for advice or anyone who wishes to um, find a deeper relationship with Jesus, or even just wants to have the hunger that you've been talking about uh, for the Lord, who doesn't feel, um, who doesn't yet feel this, you know, there's enough in their life. What would you say?
2: Well, I, 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 I will say there is more wherever you're experiencing in life. There is much more mm. and that that God has prepared a life that is beyond your wildest imaginations. And this life, you can start to live it right here. I can tell every one of the listeners, I am happier than ever in my life. I wake up in the morning and I, I am blessed, blessed, blessed. I could have never thought I will be so blessed and so happy. In, in in living my every single day. And it's not about just, you know, working along the week just to get by the week to Friday and have your weekend where you can have a little rest. Life is much more than that. You can enjoy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, every
1: single day. Yeah. It's feast with the Lord. Praise God. Um you you mentioned that you the, the Lord spoke to you through an email and uh, the baptism of the Spirit through an email. Would you, and the Lord speaks through airwaves, doesn't he? Through YouTube channels, through any Absolutely. sorts of medium. It's the Spirit Absolutely. of God is there. Would you like yeah. to pray uh, for Radio Maria England and for our listeners? Yes. Let's pray. Yes. In we thank you, Father, Lord. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
2: Amen. 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 We thank you, Lord, for everyone listening to this program. I thank you, Lord, for bringing up uh, radio stations that are there to wave into the into into this society, your name and your life, the life that you want every man and woman to experience. I thank you, Lord, that you are using my words now to reach whoever is listening. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will come and hug with your light, Father, all the listeners. Mm. Come, Holy Spirit. Hug them, Lord. Let them know how much you love Him, how much how much you care about them, how dear they are to your hearts. They are not alone. That you are standing right now next to them, knocking at their heart at the door of their hearts. And as we hear in the word, if you open I'll come and dwell inside. If you dare to say a prayer now and open your heart to him, he'll come in. Holy Spirit come, let, them, let your presence be real for them. In Jesus name, amen.
1: Amen. If you've got any questions uh, that come to you from this interview, please do get in touch. All our contact details are on our website, and we'll be pleased to do all we can to help you uh, in your spiritual journey, in your journey with the Lord, into the Lord, for the Lord, and. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much, uh, Javier, for sharing with us um, <laughs> so enthusiastically your wonderful journey uh, with the Lord. And may God continue to bless you and the Cori Lumin Christi. I've been and visited, you know, I've worshipped with you. And and uh, you. Uh, so I have been. And uh, it is a wonderful community. God is doing great things, isn't he, in our world? Um
2: unbelievable <laughs> yeah
1: there are lots there we can focus on all the challenges but actually the Lord he is Lord remember that do Lord. not be afraid uh, there's riches for us all at the feast at, at the table of the Lord bless you thank you for hey, listening you. And thank you very much Uh end
0: Thank you for joining us for Awakenings with Father Sam Randall. You can hear this episode rebroadcast on Wednesday at 9pm, Saturday at 4pm, and again on Monday at 2am. This series is available as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast services. You can also listen to it on our website, www.radiomariaengland.uk. If you would like to share your testimony, we would love, love to speak to you. Please email us at info at radiomariaengland.uk. Thank you for joining us for Awakenings.